Hi there. I'm Michael Hall. And I am Andrew John Davis. <laughs> Whoa. Dad <normal>. extraordinaire. <laughs> Whoa, with a full name out there, everybody. With a with a title. You gave yourself a, a title. title. That's right. That's right. I'm just mixing things up, you know. Well, here Michael we Hall, think- also dad extraordinaire. I know oh, wow. I've met his daughter. She's great. Yeah, they are great. So we, we have got to do a Father's Day episode, don't we? It's coming all dad joke. It's my birthday and Father's Day all at once. <laughs> no. Yes, always. Almost, almost every like it's every four years. My birthday and Father's Day are the same day, which is winning, not winning. So, uh, well, everybody, you're here on the Advantage, the D and D podcast where two old school guys go off the rails frequently in order to talk about new school play. So here we are. That's right. That's right. and we are going to be talking about nothing but the newest school today. That's true. As we talk about the most recent play test coming out. For the players, hand. yeah, future of D and D episode. Uh, I don't. Know, I think it's our fifth yep. fifth take on the future of D and D. We've had a number sure, of them. Sure, fifth take. I'll take it. Yeah, why not? And this is we're we're gonna do a hot take on this. Well, I guess it's no longer a hot take because it's been out for a month. But it you'll you'll forgive us as you might all the other people out there in the ecosystem. It was fifty pages, people. <laughs> it was a fifty page play test with weapon <laughs> mastery. The fighter, the the barbarian, the sorcerer, the warlock, and the wizard. We're not going to cover all of that today. How many, how many? Just as a total aside, how many total pages of content do you think have been produced for D and D just in fifth edition? You know, I mean, I've got I've got a bookshelf. I've got probably got uh, at least five linear feet of bound books. Yeah, right. A couple. Uh, so probably a that, thousand, fifteen hundred, yeah. maybe. Yeah. If you talk about yeah. three hundred pages, you know, one hundred and fifty to three hundred pages of a book, a right? Book, some repetition, but yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a, so. So in that context, fifty pages, really not that much. No, oh, true. Um, although this would be <laughs> this would be a third to a quarter of or a quarter to a fifth of the 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 final player's the handbook. New player's yeah. handbook. Yeah. So a, a big meaty update people. So we're going to talk today about weapon mastery and the fighter and the berserker because they're all sort of wrapped together. Okay. We're not going to go into super depth, but we're going to talk about thematically what's changing and and generally how to think about it. But the first thing I want to say is when you think about playtests, there's a lot of stuff you'll encounter if you go on Reddit or any of the socials or if you follow other other creators in the space. A, a lot of the discussion is wrapped around these are the changes. And I cannot say often enough, and Andy, I think you would agree, that this is not yeah. the changes. This is a playtest. <laughs> and even yeah. Jeremy Crawford in his last sort of update on everything said, we should expect all of this to change. They're putting stuff out right. to get a sense of what people like and dislike in order to then make their next step. And absolutely, when we talk about the the, the magical classes, the arcane magic users, they've definitely very clearly said that they're trying some stuff out that's new and they want to see how people respond to it. But that's not where we are today. Today, we're talking about weapons and fighters and barbarians. Let's, let's jump in. Let's go. It, this actually builds nicely off of a recent episode we had, Andy, around the barbarian. We'll, we'll be able to, we're, yeah. we're barbarians top of mind for us, actually. Let's talk about weapon mastery. So one of the things, Andy, and I, yeah. you and I have talked about this. I'm not, I'd love to hear your take on it. Just overall, one of the things that sort of got sacrificed in their ability to balance balance the mechanics of the game was variability in weapons. And, yeah. and everybody feels like 
it, it, weapons got the short shift in in D and D five e because there's not a lot of there's not a lot of difference between most weapons, and that sort of tends to make people use only one or two weapons, whatever weapon deals the most damage, and that's about it. Would you? I mean, how do, what is that? Been yeah, your- I mean, I think from a, I think that's fair. You know, I mean, I think there was when you think about earlier editions, there was a lot. There was a lot more there. I think, especially, I was. I'm not as familiar with like third, three, and three point five, but I know there was a lot more. You had a lot more things like cleave and some of the other kind of rules that made the martial classes feel epic at higher yeah. levels in the same way that like the casters would. Mm-hmm. And I think that has been missing. I mean, I think it's again, it's. It's some of that is on the DM to narrate things to make them feel as epic, but mechanically speaking, for sure, the yeah, and, know, and, a rapier I, is a rapier is a rapier. It doesn't matter, well, you know. And like, it's a d- the and details it's, of that, yeah. and it's a D eight as opposed to a D six for short sword. So why would you use a short sword when you can use a rapier, right? Like it's just right, it exactly. just starts. It started to make and like. Do you ever hear people really using maces or flails or anything like that? Because there's really no advantage to using them. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or I mean, I will say like, yeah, exactly. It becomes like, uh, I'm a huge fan of suboptimal play. So I will definitely pick things for flavor <laughs> reasons Me too. Over, Ultimately. over stuff. But, but, it, but I will also say I have had halflings carrying on rapiers, which makes no sense whatsoever. Cause a rapier would be like literally the height yeah. of a, you know, a halfling carrying around a long sword and a long sword's four feet long. It's like, it's, it's like carrying around a great sword for somebody else, you know, right. it, it, there, it, there was just. Yeah there just wasn't what it ended up being is I don't even know if it's so much about like epicness. It just ended up a lot of one note yeah. for a while, particularly in mid level my sword. And I do this sort of damage. Right. I do this much damage. Yeah. What they've introduced. Yeah. And it's really quite good overall with some, you know, of course it's, it's play test as we just yeah. said, but what they've introduced is a whole new concept. The first thing you'll find in the play test is they give you a, a weapon table and you'll notice that all the weapons have their normal properties, but they've added this thing called each weapon gets a mastery. And so if you take a mastery, if you're able to, if you're a martial class, you get some of them. And we think that they're going to go back and and sort of retcon some of the other other sort of the expert classes like the bard or the ranger and give them some sort of mastery or the paladin a mastery, mastery in general it seems to be behaving almost like a it's like a proficiency it would basically it's a, it, i'll so, read you right? the it's description like a, it's like a next level of proficiency. yeah i'll read you the description of what it is mechanic or what it is flavor wise but the idea is that certain martial classes will have access to certain things that only that weapon type can do and it's really pretty interesting mechanically the way it works. So let's read what weapon mastery is. Each weapon now has a mastery property as shown in the weapons table above, but I just referenced. The property is usable only by a character who has a feature such as weapon mastery. You can also take it as a feat. And these are, just, these are descriptions of each of the weapon mastery property. The properties are provided, blah, blah. So the idea here is that you flavor-wise, you have become an expert in that weapon. And you get to choose these weapons different. You have different, like the fighter, we'll talk about in a minute, gets a lot of them. The barbarian gets a little bit fewer. And I'll assume that other martial characters, maybe the monk will get a bunch. But the point is, you, you get a few or one, and you can then pick a weapon. And then this adds an extra feature to your class. And what I like about it is oh, that in, awesome. instead of having to take 
feats necessarily because what they've done is they they were if you remember Andy when we talked about the feat update is they got they nerfed nerfed which is like reduced the power of great weapon master and sharpshooter they got rid of this minus five plus ten mm. and and, and it, the problem was with those two feats is that they were becoming sort of a necessity for characters to do damage yeah. And now what they're doing is they're introducing more mechanics that are similar to the way the battle master works. So you can do a bunch of things and have a lot of flavor in how you, and variability in how you play your, your martial characters. They also got a little bit more specific about the light weapon property and the thrown weapon property. And the main thing here is I'm not going to go into super detail on it, but they've made the, one of the things that they've done in this introduction of weapon master and this rearticulation of weapons is they've made thrown weapon fighting and two weapon fighting more realistic or realistic, more viable as a build. They were both problematic, both in terms of drawing weapons and throwing weapons and using two weapons. They were very difficult to really understand how it all worked. And it was suboptimal. Yeah. Yeah. Just glancing over the, the things and properties are things like cleave. I'm just going to run through the names. Cleave, flex, graze, nick, slow, topple. I have one complaint. They have a property called Vex. If they have a property called Vex, they really ought to also have a property called Vax. That's only for critical role fans. Just for critical role fans. (laughs) Is that like inoculate? Yeah. (laughs) Vax, yeah, exactly. If you're anti-Vax, well, I just don't want you anywhere near me because Vax is the best. Um, All of the old school dads who don't follow critical role are going to be like, wait, what what was that whole interlude about? No, these are so, these are great. They're really good. So let me read off a few to give you a sense of yeah. what they could do for you. Cleave is probably one that people are the most familiar with. And if you play video games, it's sort of the most thematic, given that Diablo is about to come out again. And it's a very big feature <laughs> sort of in, in, in the Barbarian and Diablo 4. If you hit a creature with a melee attack using this weapon, you can make an attack roll with the weapon against a second creature within five feet of the first. On a hit, the second creature takes the weapon's damage, but you don't add your ability modifier. Now, if you're a barbarian, you probably do get to add your barbarian bonus. So it's still pretty damn good. It's really only available for the great axe and the halberd, I think. I, I think if I've done the probably a great sword too. You uh, no, no, just really? it has to have yeah, it has to melee weapon heavy property. So let's go back and look at well, maybe you're right. Maybe it does apply. No, because the, because heavy, the great oh, sword has only has graze, right? So they've given these you properties. Know, now we're gonna <clears throat> we're gonna talk about this. I really in a like the I, I was gonna say I really like the fact that they have applied the properties to specific weapons yes. rather than like as a character getting to pick and choose. So you have to, if you want that thing, you have to pick that, that weapon class and of weapon. That's it. Now, when you're, when we talk about the fighter in a second, you can swap these out a little bit. So you could okay. as a fighter apply cleave to the great sword because it has heavy. There's just, again, we'll talk about that in a second. As long as they have the same property, you can then extend it. You know, again, if you're a master of weapons, as a fighter should be, you'll be able to do more of these things and add them in and swap them out. That's a pretty cool feature. And there are a couple here that are really good. So I'm going to go through that one. Let's also talk about Nick for a second. So Nick is really going to be what, if you're a two-weapon fighter, this is what you're going to look for. It has the light property. When you make an extra attack of the light property... You can make it as part of the attack action rather than a bonus action. If everybody can do a weapon, 
but it takes a bonus action to do it and you don't get to apply your modifier. Here, if you're using a weapon with the Nick property, which I believe is a light hammer and a dagger, you can basically make a second attack as part of the same attack. So you get two attacks and then you have your, your bonus action to do whatever you want with it still. Do you think it, yeah, I was just looking at that wondering, I mean, that feel you get it part, as part of the attack action instead of as a bonus action. So it does, is it, I think it might be replaced. You're still consuming your no, bonus action. No, you're not consuming your bonus action. It's really? instead of the bonus action. You basically get two attacks. And again, wow. you can only do it if you have this mastery and you can only do it with those we'll weapons. Do it with, the, with, the, with those weapons. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. And it basically makes two weapon fighting. Hammer. Right. It, Violent. um, it, yeah. It makes your it makes you a two weapon fighter. This makes two weapon fighting real yeah. in my mind. So that's yeah. really cool. And then let's go to sap and slow because I think those are two. And we'll just talk a little bit about them and vex. Yeah. So sap, if you hit a creature with this weapon, that creature has disadvantage on its next attack roll um, before the start of your next turn. So again, it's it's yeah. not massive, but because it's just one attack roll, not all attack rolls. But that's yeah. pretty powerful. And again, this is on flails maces and it's great flavor too like just to bring it back to that like it's the the fact that you as a character now can say like oh no oh i'm gonna like i hit this guy with a flail and it knocks him exactly it encourages fuzzy for a beat right you know it's yeah knocks him senseless a little bit yeah Um, morning stars down but right yeah yeah. So this, again, a really cool one, maybe not as powerful as you go up and up, but like still really, really neat flavor. Yeah, and particularly if you have multiple attacks, the, the other cool thing is that the pre it is no other properties. What's cool is that you could start to, it, it, again, when we talk about the fighter, you could start to apply sap to other weapons, which is pretty cool. Right, right. Not for not for most players, but for fighters, you'll be able to get this and do it with other weapons. And the same is true of slow. So slow, if you hit a creature with this weapon and deal damage to the creature, you can reduce its speed by 10 feet until the start of your next turn. You can hit the property more than once. The speed doesn't exceed. So you can't stack it. And then topples, you knock them over. Same, same thing. But all of these, these last three, sap, slow, and topple, you can apply to almost any weapon. So that means as a fighter, you could start to add these to any weapon and then you get to choose what you do. Really cool flavor. Really cool flavor. And then I'm going to do Vex because Vex is clearly the most powerful of all of these. Maybe a little bit overpowered. They might have to nerf this one a little bit, but it's really good. It's with ammunition. So you could use it with almost any ranged weapon. I believe finesse or light property. So it's useful for a lot of weapons, not the big heavy ones, but all the sort of fast moving ones, right? If you hit a creature with this weapon and deal damage to the creature, you have advantage on your next attack roll against that creature before the end of your next turn. God, does that string? So if you have cross crossbow master and you're shooting multiple crossbows, you hit the first time you have advantage on your second shot. You hit the second time. Yes, it would. But you just like, it could, it yes, it could string together. And that's why it could be a little bit OP um, if yeah. you've got lots of attacks. It'll be interesting right? to see how that... The, the, the question is, like, you know, we, we still have to see how they get all the feats together, right? So we'll see how the feats work with these. I think the other one would be that if you had Vex plus Nick and you were a fighter thief or fighter rogue, you could use that to get off your sneak attack pretty, pretty significantly, right? Because yeah. your first attack yeah. wouldn't apply for for a sneak attack but then you with your dagger you can get your sneak attack off because you can do nick in the same attack so you, you know so there's a lot of like yeah. interesting little nuances here again you have to have 
multiple weapon masteries to do it. So you as yeah. a, a you'd have to be a thief fighter, or you'd have to be a thief who's taken like two feats in order to get two weapon masteries, unless they go back and add a weapon mastery to the thief, which so, they might very well do. Yeah. Yeah. So really cool stuff, really flavorful, totally the right direction. Some of these are better than others. But when we start to talk about it, there a lot of people have been worried about the nerfed damage of with with the loss of great weapon master for fighters. This st- sort of stuff, because it increases the volume of hits and adds a lot of flavor to your hits. And a couple of these can do more damage. There are people who've run the math. Um, we've mentioned Triant Monk before. He's gone and done the math. These combined, they're, they're, the new fighter and the new berserker are damage machines. And that's what Jeremy Crawford yeah. promised. Yeah. And they actually do a lot more yeah. damage than the old ones, even with the loss of the plus minus five plus 10 of great weapon masters. Well, it's uh, you think about it, it's like it's good and bad, right? They, they are adding additional levels of complexity. Mm-hmm to the game so from a from a new player perspective the barbarian used to be a relatively simple class to play right right? well now do i take cleave do i take grazed like what like all of a sudden it is i mean as a i'm i'm a fan this is the first time i'm digging into it but it's like i'm a i'm a fan of the changes but i can see from a new it is anything that increases the complexity of the game is making the learning curve that much incrementally steeper yeah. Um, you know, and just makes it harder for it puts I'll I'll say it puts and maybe that's a good thing. It it's putting a it is going to put more of a burden on the players to be up to speed on what their their characters are capable of so that, to take that load off the DM. Yep. And be able to articulate that to the DM quickly is good. I think know. I think the advantage but here is I think is it's that generally good. It the advantage here, Andy and the 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 counterpoint to that which while I agree with you 100% yeah. Um, well, I guess 99%, the 1% where I disagree with you, is that that now we're adding Down some of the, the complexity. 1%. 1%. The place where I disagree with you is that that complexity already existed in Wizards, Sorcerers, and all the Magic users where you had to do your no, spell totally choices. Fair. Now, instead of spell choices with martial characters, you've got to pick a weapon, and you're going to get to do some special things with that weapon. Right, right. right. So it's not, it's not that much it's more fun. complicated. I mean, and, and here... Just total aside, like the ability to now have those things and be able to like as a magical item, like add, oh, this magical item has the the cleave property and it's enhanced somehow as a magical property. Or right. it's just like, oh, I'm gonna t- guess well, what that's You've the got key. A short sword. That short sword that short sword is magical and it has the cleave property, even though it's a short sword. Like you could you could, you could do, do some really some interesting things. things. You're right. That actually stuff. creates some really yeah, nice right. flavor for the weapons, or that you add things on where the you can do two properties with that magical yeah, weapon. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. It's gonna be mechanically, it's gonna be really interesting. And I think it's the right direction from the go. And it makes when you, when we start to talk about the classes, and we'll talk about the barbarian first, and then we'll go to the fighter, it it just makes it creates richness and puts power into the into the character, which makes the characters feel more individual and unique, and on right. flavor, and creates character identity, which is a really big thing. And, and Jeremy Crawford talks about the feedback in the last couple of play tests where people were worried that they were losing class identity um and this all this stuff starts to lean back into class identity in a really no, really nice right. way so let's talk about the barbarians so what they did they did the barbarian and the berserker mostly it's the it's the least change to be completely honest yeah. the, the changes are really minor so i'm going to cover them really quick the 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 biggest 
change, which is a really good one. And we didn't talk about this last time, Andy, when we when we did the raging, but they've made rage better. Previously, okay. rage, and I'm not going to read it off exactly, but previously, rage was shorter and it ended if you didn't attack or got, got attacked. That was problematic. And particularly if you were a berserker and you were frenzying, if it ended, you were exhausted, which is a massive yeah. problem because exhaustion is horrible. What they've basically done is they've made it longer. Each time you rage, mm-hmm. so you can extend your rage as a bonus action. And you can maintain rage for up to 10 minutes. So those are all really, really powerful um, changes. And they've extended the number of ranges you have and you get them back. There's a table and you get them back after a long rest. The main thing here is just that you're you're not going to run into this thing where you're holding back on using your ranges because or worrying about using them, which was a problem for some because if you were a barbarian and your DM put you through four in a row combat and you've lost your rage ability to rage it's pretty disappointing get to the boss fight at the end yeah you're kind of right you're just like this is is i was gonna say on to counter this hot take have you ever tried to stay like spitting mad for 10 minutes (laughs) well i think i think i think I mean, you're just like you're absolutely right, Andy. Because there's I have another a temper like here. anybody else. So it's like... <laughs> I think what they're doing is you're 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 channeling primal instincts. So think about it less maybe as rage, um, okay. and think about it as like you're an animal on the hunt, right? Yeah. I think that's the way to okay. start to think Much about better. it. Like you're a, you're you're a you're a hunting machine, and you're zoned in on the hunt. Yeah. Because that actually plays yeah. into one of the next things that they've added. Um, which is really cool is this concept of primal knowledge that you get at second level. First, you get another skill at second level, which is always good. Barbarians always have a problem that they don't have a lot of skills. And we talked about this. There's not a lot they can do. They do them really well, but there's not a lot they can do. Here's yeah. the cool thing. While your rage is active, you can channel primal power, hunting ability, right? When you attempt certain tasks, whenever you make an ability check using one of the following skills, you can make it as a strength check, even if it normally right. uses a different ability. So, you, awesome. ba- so yeah. you know, and it's, we, as we saw with our character, plus four was pretty quick and plus five was, with, was within reach. So you can do acrobatics, intimidation, perception, stealth, or survival with your strength modifier. And that'll make the, and while you're raging. So the idea here, particularly, I think, stealth and perception, but also a little bit of survival intimidation, like these are, you're, you're a hunter and you're in, you're in the yeah. zone. That's really what we're oh, talking like about. It. Yes, I it's like about that. being angry, but there's a lot more flavor to it this way. I mean, I will say like, you know, we've talked about like characters that we, I mean, I, I love playing rogues. One of the reasons I like playing rogues is they are skill monkeys, you know, that you can do, they've got lots and lots of proficiencies. And it's, I think that's one of the reasons why I've always steered clear of barbarians is that that to your point previously is like they are super strong in these this very in combat lane, like, you know, that, yeah <laughs> they're yeah, strong they're like yeah very deep in one area and not kind of spread around too much and but th- it's this is great because it gives them a little bit more coverage outside of that it really does rage, and i think rage that's... investigate rage powered investigation checks I just tear apart the room. <laughs> yeah, well, there's, it's not, you don't get it on investigation. Every... You, do, you get it on yeah. perception. <laughs> yeah. So it's really you know, nuanced. They get their weapon mastery. So fewer weapon masteries oh. than a fighter, but they you know start off with two, and then they go to three, and then they max out at four weapon masteries. Four. So just cool. And you yeah. can you give them advantage. 
maybe you know you pair them with a sap so that they're putting disadvantage and then all of a sudden their yeah their 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 reckless attack becomes really powerful because you're preventing your enemies from getting advantage on yeah. you uh, and in your reckless attack a barbarian with a mace or a flail starts to look really interesting when they weren't interested yeah, at all like, yeah a barbarian that all of a sudden is two weapon fighting where they've got a mate they've got a flail in one hand and a long sword in the other and you're like right. oh wait that's i mean that's scary it's really neat so let's just start with the one again not a lot of changes to the berserker i think the one thing they did to the berserker which was it needed to happen was it, it you're no longer when you're when you're when you're knocked yeah. out of frenzy you're no longer exhausted. You can go into you can go into a frenzy in battle as a berserker. You get this at level three. If you use reckless attack while your rage is active, you deal extra damage to the first target you hit on your turn with a strength-based attack. To determine the extra damage, roll a number of d6s equal to your rage damage bonus. Ooh, that's pretty good. And add them yeah. together. Right off the gate, you're getting 2d6 additional damage. That makes this really interesting and not the big negative. Like, I didn't know anybody who ever went into a frenzy because being exhausted is super difficult. Yeah, I mean, it's like it, the first the first level of exhaustion, not horrible. But everybody's like scared of it. it it's the second, third level. It, the second you know, one's really terrible. And it just takes a long time you know, to like, get back. Not, and that's the thing is that you think about like frenzy. If you do three rages, it's not the first time you rage isn't the problem where you're making hard choices in that case. Right. It's the third one, right? Yes. My last level of rage, and now I'm getting disadvantage on all my saving throws, my attacks. Like, I mean, yep. it's it just it just nobody really like, used it because of it. Rest. Yeah, barbarian, really straightforward. I'm not going to go deep into it. This combined with weapon mastery, you actually can do quite a bit of damage. Again, you can go find people that have yep. done the num- run the numbers. The numbers are spectacular. The the melee classes are now going to be comparable. We still don't know what's happening to spells, so it's impossible to say exactly how powerful wizards and spell users will be once we see all the spells completely redone. Then we'll start to have a better sense of where the damage really lies. They do. Yeah. They have done a lot of the spells, but not all of them. So I I need. I'm just not. I haven't. And I haven't gone in depth. But overall, yeah. me like characters particularly mid and upper levels will be doing a lot of damage you know 50 50 damage per round is not out of control particularly with these weapon masteries because they're going to hit more often so let's go talk about the fighter so the fighter they did the fighter and the champion we've talked a little bit about the champion in the past the big changes here is you well the big things you get your weapon master you start off with three so you can pick three good weapon masteries and really excel with a variety of weapons it goes three four and then maxes out at five starting at 10th level so a lot of weapon masteries the big changes here with the fighter is they've changed second wind a little bit instead of just getting it back on a short rest you now get a certain numbers based on the the second wind chart so you start with two you go to three and then four so that's i think pretty good and then you get it back on a long rest Yes, on a long rest. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. It's, it, it turns it into more of a resource, like a, it's good and bad, right? You know, like, so the trade-off, it, it's one of the things I like about these sorts of changes is that they do encourage the party to go longer between short rests. They've, they've definitely nerfed the short rest. There's still some things that, yeah. like, there's still some things out there that are short rest based, but they've made it so that you don't it was unequal in terms of some there was a lot of party yeah. contention out there some people really needed a short rest to do anything yeah. and a lot of people didn't and so it was a, yeah. always a battle in well, certain yeah, parties you, as to you, whether the short rest did anything if you if you had a warlock in, 
your party, they are going to want to take a two hour rest after every fight because they have no yeah. spell slots left. Yeah. Right. And that sort so, of annoys the party. And sometimes the yeah, DM and, would just, and, and, then, you know, and then the, and then the, pl- the warlock has to essentially accept that they're going to be, then they don't want to spend that resource at all until they absolutely have to, which they never will. Like we That's all know exactly yeah. hoarding potions and other resources in our inventory. You don't, yeah, and we'll you talk about we'll talk about some of the changes to the warlock under it. I really like the changes to warlock. You'll you'll hear a lot of complaints about the warlock changes. I don't think they're right. I think they haven't done the math. If you look at the math, the math actually plays out in the warlock's favor. Weapon mastery. This is this is where you start getting into the meat of the fighter. Mm-hmm. So you get your your number of 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 weapons. Whenever you finish a long rest, you can practice weapon drills and change the kind of weapons you choose. So first of all, you're not locked in. That's really cool. Yeah. The big change here is, or the big thing that we start to see this interaction with weapons and the new weapons masteries are at seventh level and you become a weapons expert, Andy. It's really cool. You have honed your use of weapons as an art. Whenever you finish a long rest, you can choose one of the kinds of weapon masteries you've used and replace its mastery property with another. So you can switch the weapon mastery that's associated with that weapon. Now, ultimately, is that really useful? It's especially useful if you've gotten magic items and you would prefer not to have that type of weapon thing right so to your point like you 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 are a you have a a a plus two or plus one great sword and you want to be able to do cleave rather than graze and graze just does a little bit of damage every time even if you miss cleave does gets you second attacks um so you can switch out as long as the the weapons properties hold true you need a happy weapon you can do both, or you can put one of the ones that has no properties on it, like sap or or topple or slow. Yep, yep, yep. So that's really cool. As long as they fit together, can you I, can switch these things out. I'm going to jump back slightly, and I'll say they've slightly adjusted action surge now, so that you can yes. take yeah. your action surge and not just attack, but you can also take the dash, disengage, or die. Well, you could always do those things because it gave you an action the the change was uh, action they, surge okay. gave you a, an unfettered I, action they've now nerfed it a little bit so okay. that it's only these actions i think it's a lot clearer and a lot better yeah for, because yeah, think, then you don't yeah. get shenanigans where somebody takes a fighter as a as a wizard gets action action surge and starts casting two spells right 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 that that's really what this one's about yeah i mean i think i'd only ever had players use the action surge as a as an attack action it, it but, it it plays yeah. it just gets a little bit more refined and plays into clear. how people use yeah. it rather than um sort of the shenanigans that certain people get yes. up to. Yeah. <laughs> For all the Emily Axfords out there in the world. That's right. The really, really cool thing that you get at 13th level. And again, I think one of the things that we've seen across all of the play tests is they've really started to make 10th through 17th interesting because I, th- I always felt like there was a slog in the middle layers of most characters it's still really amazing and powerful but like some characters got overpowered in these levels and others yeah. were underpowered they've balanced out the middle uh of the game yeah. a lot better and so you are a ma- weapon adept at level 13 this is true of all fighters You are a master of weapons. When you use your weapon expert feature on a kind of weapon, you can give that weapon two properties rather than one, but you only use one property at a time. But still, it's really cool. The idea that you have multiple things that you can do as long as it fits together with that weapon, 
you could do two things. So this is where you could add a slow or a topple or a sap, yeah. which is can be done to every weapon on top of your weapon. And then you yeah. choose what to do um, each Insane. at each thing. It's a really, really cool. Yeah. So you could add push or topple to long swords. It's just, it's just neat. It it's yeah. taking some of the things that was really cool about the Battlemaster. We'll see what happens with the Battlemaster. I don't know what they're going to do with the Battlemaster, but they've taken a lot of the things that were Battlemaster yeah, and they, they stretched stretched it out across everybody. That's else. right. And they've yeah. and they've made it less about using resources either. You just do these things. Yeah, and you can do them every turn. Yeah. So that's that's really the fighter. Like they they've really done a good job of just infusing the fighter with what everybody wants out of the fighter which is you are a master of weapons the combination of weapon mastery really improves this is going to improve the style of play and make barbarians and fighters way more interesting i'll add one last thing andy on the champion because the champion is pretty much you know it's the um so i heard somebody i think it was the dungeon dude said they've turned the vanilla champion into the french vanilla champion so it's like it's like a minor <laughs> a minor it's a really good joke uh, a minor plus up to the champion right yeah, it's, 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 yeah. the champion is kind of the vanilla fighter and they've it's made true. Him i mean he always was he serves that role oh actually there was one thing i did want to mention that they actually added that's also really good with the fighter i meant to mention before they they moved up your set your third feet significantly let's see what 19 oh you're you're no. they moved up your second feet really early so you get your first feet at fourth but you get your extra attack and a feet at fifth. Wow. You get so back to yeah. back feats. Fifth level is much like the fifth level for wizards is like the, the and magic users is the holy grail. Fifth level for fighters is going to yeah. be just like it was already good. Now it's going to be great because you yeah. get two, you'll have two feats and an extra attack at fifth level. Wow. So the champion, the one real change to champion, and it's not big or significant, but it's interesting. So they have switched out adaptable, vict- adaptable, adaptable victory. That, adaptable victory. That that's really it. Victor so it's just a cool. Warrior. It's it's about as it's a, again. It's French vanilla, man. It's not vanilla. Yeah. You, basically, you can you can swap out skills. Whatever skills you have, um, when you finish a long rest, you can swap out skills, which makes the champion just more versatile. Yeah. That's really it. They've they've done. They've moved well, it around. Makes sense. Some of that you. Could, you can kind of like instead of being like a true skill monkey you can be i got some training as a noble right. as like how to behave with nobility i'm going to switch right. that to persuasion yes instead of acrobatic. for this upcoming adventure i'm going to go back and look at my notes i'm going to look at my my notes on how to do these things and and my bat my my i'm going to read my they have, a, the, they have a little um, notebook that's got that's all right. their like their it's, masters it's the master of war about right? their, yeah that, that's it um, i'm thinking about their sensei so overall, that's funny. Fantastic changes to the game. I'm very excited about what this holds. There's a you could go endlessly around the little nuances here that need to be yeah. fixed or nerfed or whatever. But overall, weapon mastery plus the way these are going to work for your martial classes. Interesting to see how it plays out for the expert classes. Will rangers, will rogues, will bards get access to weapon masteries other than having to take a feat to get them? That'll be interesting. I suppose with the swords bard, maybe you'll get weapon mastery or extra weapon mastery. I don't know. We'll see. I like it. it as, I mean, just to, just again to talk about mastery broadly. I think it it adds another wrinkle to how you're building characters, and it'll be really interesting to see it applied. One of the reasons the game continues to get more complex is people they get dialed in on certain things and they learn how to optimize certain characters yeah. or character sets. And so by adding these sort of wrinkles, you force everyone to recalculate all that stuff that's and right. that's part of the fun of the game is that's figuring it. out how those so things the interact new, 
What's yeah. the new best thing? I think overall they flatten the game. They they're they're bringing up the things that that sucked and reducing the things that were overpowered. And as much as people complain online about losing their overpowered things, overpowered things are bad for the game because they make other things not good. And so yeah. the, the anything that sort of lets you choose more things and makes all your choices decent, that's better for the game overall. And you Absolutely. and we talk about that all the time, right? Yeah. So I think this does this meets that bar. Some of the yeah, things you want, you, you, can want do to, you want to be playing in a game where I, th- I think some people make the mistake of thinking, well, if there are no bad choices, that means there are no good choices. When in fact, what you're trying to do is make it so that if I want to play a character of a certain type, I can do that without taking on too many disadvantages. That's you know, right. Nobody wants to, nobody wants to, I want to play it. Nobody wants to play that character that is just always going to be the weak. Suboptimal. Part of, yeah. Like, like there's, there's suboptimal and then there's suboptimal. Right? There's, <laughs> and I, I'm, I like suboptimal lowercase S, right. not suboptimal, all caps. So yeah. it, it's, it's fun to play with limitations. It's not fun to play with inherent weakness. I agree with that. Yeah. Or just feeling underpowered compared to your compatriots. We were talking earlier about warlocks, Michael. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to ask you a question. Yo, go for it. Why did the warlock bring a devil to prom? Hmm. I, 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 could, I could hazard a guess, but I will wait for the inevitable <laughs> groan. He was told it would be one hell of a ball. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Sorry, my excellent. One of my children went to a prom party last night. So, that oh my was, goodness, that's kind of entertaining. Is this that time of year? Well, people, thank you so much. Uh, you want to give our link tree out, Andy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, people looking for us on the socials, you can find us primarily these days on Facebook at the the Dad Vantage Podcast, and then you can also find us on with all the links to everything, including merch and podcast episodes and all that. So, you can find us on Linktree. We are linktr.ee slash the dad vantage um we look forward to hearing from you yeah check us out please or follow us maybe that's the best way and uh, the other thing i'll encourage we don't always encourage around here but please go review us reviewing us really ensures that other people will be able to find us so if you're listening to us on spotify or apple Podcasts, please go and review us we we really would appreciate hopefully a good review but we would love to see some reviews out there because that will help people other people find us and enjoy us Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you.